Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. I just got some new internet in the office, Brian. Woohoo. Yeah, they, and they got a discount too. They gave me, a, it went from like 165 bucks to 116. So that's how they that, get you first couple a plus. months. That, well, no, it's <laughs> for it a year. Up. It's good. Yeah, I'm, right. well, I'm good for a year. I'm good for All a year. Right. I got the price for a year. You never stay anywhere for a year anyways. Well, no, I stay exactly for a year because my lease gets <laughs> turned <laughs> up. That's why I'm moving. That's why I just got the thing. So the guy came and installed it yesterday, and we checked the speed. 1,100 down, which is pretty damn mm-hmm. good. That's over over yeah. gigabit. 39 up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> they are stingy. They are stingy on the upstream. Well, you know, they're trying to stop people from uploading movies to Twitter. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. God, I hate business internet. Business yeah. internet is the worst. It's a joke. You might as well just get personal. I Well, I, if they would, I'm just yeah. in an office building, so you can't, like at home, I get, I have gigabit both ways, thousand up, thousand down for, I think it's 89 bucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> business internet's a joke. It's a ripoff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ripoffs, can we all just agree now that buying a bed over the internet is dumb? It's the only ad I get served anymore. I get served ads for beds and mattresses constantly. And I'm like, I, I have mattresses I like. I'm not interested. Stop. Yeah. Here's the problem. All of these, in, like, you know, the original, the OG internet bed companies, mm-hmm. all of them have been in homes long enough now that we're finally starting to see, like, how crappy they are in <laughs> products don't last. Don't last. <laughs> yep. You're no Sealy. No, no, they're not because that's what I'm I'm getting rid of all of these stupid memory foam mattresses. I've got two of them. And my back is so screwed up. My hips are so jacked up. This thing is three years old. And it I mean, it looks like the Grand Canyon because it's just got all these divots and holes and that don't snap. I'm, I'm finding myself sleeping in different places on the bed every single night just to find a spot that isn't sunk <laughs> to the foundation. Now, if I remember correctly, your bed also came with a terms of service, so you may not be able to return it. Oh, well, no, I can't return it, but I also got it for free. So <laughs> okay, I'm not, there you go. I can't complain about that. Sometimes podcasting pays off. Sometimes. Yeah, but that was <laughs> that was from the more popular podcast. Oh, yeah, not, right. Not ours. Yeah. I ain't get shit for this one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, those are, the, the ads are just ridiculous because I, I – these latecomers to the game, unless they figure out the longevity problem behind memory foam, who the hell's going to buy a mattress for this much? You know, it's yeah. like, I don't want a mattress that comes in the box. No, yeah. I want a big burly guys to come and deliver it yep. and not be able to fit it through the door. Yep. That's I what want, I, want. I want. Friends level couch up the stairs problems. I want all of that. Real yep. mattress. <laughs> yeah. And and I want mattress removal. That is yes. the best part. That's the, the best, best part. part. <laughs> yes. Take my bed bug strewn thing. Yeah. So Sealy Posturepedic, here I come. I had one of those for 12 years, and I swear it still worked just fine the day I got rid of it. Yep. Man. Uh, a little bit back in the news here with the Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard uh-huh. shenanigans. Well, the FTC has finally said, nah, we're not going to let you do that. So. Okay. So they filed an injunction. It's going to go to federal court now, which I guess uh, Microsoft and Activision are happy about because at least then they get to plead their case and move the move the ball along. I, I'm still in favor of this going through because I have no problems with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the biggest competitor in the world right now is Sony. Yeah. You know, we you, I'm fine with that. You can't compete with little mom and pop shops against Sony. You need a monolith to be able to do it. Yeah. And uh, and is someone OK? Yeah, and and the thing is, it's like to be able to make these games to the quality that the, you have to make them anymore, you need this type of, you know, machine behind it. Uh, they're movie studios now. They're bigger than movie studios. Oh, way bigger. Yeah, way you gotta, bigger. You've got you to gotta have the infrastructure for this these days. Yep. And yeah. uh, as I've been playing the new Blizzard game Diablo 4, I can, <laughs> you know, I can attest to the fact that you really do need an immense, amazing team behind it. And it pays off. I love this game. It's so much yeah. fun. So come on, FTC, get your shit together. Let it happen. Let it yep. happen. A little more follow up. Uh, ex-billionaire Elizabeth Holmes says she can't pay $250 a month to the people she cheated. 
It's, per, it's uh, worth remembering she had a personal wealth of $4.5 billion in the, hail, in the heyday of her company that was defrauding people. Mm-hmm. And she's saying she can't afford to pay the victims. She built the $250 per month in restitution that was court-ordered. It's also worth remembering that she's married to the heir of a luxury hotel chain, Billy Evans. <laughs> so there's quite a lot of money floating around there. Prenup. Prenup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some separation of church and state going on with that bank account. I do like the fact that they say that uh, she stated that millions of dollars in legal bills have left them nearly broke. $4.5 billion minus million. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, that $4.5 billion was just on paper. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Kind of dissolved along with her credibility when the lawsuit hit. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, she can sign up for this new Google class action lawsuit that I just got tipped on to yesterday. Already signed up. I can't wait to get my $7.70. Exactly. So even if she can't get enough money to pay the restitution to all of the people she defrauded, she can at least, you know, go down to the commissary and get some shitty ramen. Yeah. There you go. So this is for Google, right? Yes. And uh, something that they did in their headers. Yeah, some tech thing, but the funny thing is the the way I first saw this, it's like if you if you ever watched Thirty Rock and Googled something, you are <laughs> eligible. Because yeah, if you've used Google since Google existed, you're eligible. Pretty much. Yeah. Which if everybody's getting seven dollars and seventy cents, of course nobody files. Again, public service notice: you must file. It is your civic duty to file for these things because it's the only way they get punished. Yep. Took five minutes. Easy yeah. breezy. Link is in the show notes. GOG.show slash 606. Go get there it done. Go. Get it done. Yep. And a little follow up from last week's Coinbase news. Uh, they're coming back and responding with some of the most childish shit that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, and this is from Molly White's uh, newsletter. She did a special edition this week. Uh, it says, but the SEC let us go public and other flawed arguments in Coinbase's defense. So here are a few highlights. Securities laws written in the 1930s can't apply to crypto. Yes, they can. Murder yes, they laws can. written back in the Stone Age still apply. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that, that works. Yep. Uh, here's my favorite. But, but, but the SEC let us go public. That doesn't mean you get to do stupid shit. Exactly. Enron. Okay. You know. <laughs> There you go. And they, they they finally say there is no path to compliance. There's a lot of paths to compliance. Yeah, it's many. It's pretty, pretty, pretty easy, actually. Pretty, yep. And pretty Mo- Molly's simple. response was so picture perfect. She says, <laughs> if a company went to the FDA and said, hello, we'd like to start selling heroin to the public for recreational use. And the FDA said, no, you can't do that. The company could loudly complain that the FDA was not giving them a path to compliance. People would probably laugh at them. The company could decide the FDA was wrong, demand that they and or Congress write new rules to allow for this innovative new heroin business that would bolster American capital markets and decide that in the meantime, they were going to sell heroin anyway. People not might be terribly sympathetic when it didn't end well for them. Bingo. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Pretty much. Mm hmm. All they had to do was follow the rules. The rules have been there for since 1930s. I mean, like we said last week, if you're still hodling your crypto, give up <laughs> the ghost. Time to move on. You know, and I, I mean, if, if this is my favorite one. I was thinking about this uh, this week and I'm like, everybody thought crypto was too big to fail. But it sounds like to me it's too failed to big. It is just fundamentally flawed yep. and it's never going to get big again. It's never going to go back to its heyday. So... Just get rid of it. And I know you're going to have some cognitive dissonance that you have pumped crypto so much to your bros and your family and friends. You know, get rid of it. Just get rid of it under the table. And if you have to justify it to yourself, just say it's for the environment. (laughs) Fair enough. Agreed. I'm going to sell mine. It's just been sitting there. Yeah, losing value. Well, you know, it goes down, it goes back up. It's never going to reach what I paid for it. So... Time to cut the cord. In the news. Reddit has been uh, in the news quite a bit this week. And I have to admit, Brian, that at the beginning of this whole story, I think I even put it in the show notes. I'm like, I really couldn't care less. If you find something funny to talk about, feel free to throw it in the show notes. (laughs) And as the week has been progressing, I've been paying a little bit more attention to it and a little bit more attention to it because it's it's finally it's finally piquing my interest in getting to the point where it's entertaining (laughs) because (laughs) the long and the short of it is 
Reddit has decided to charge a buttload of money for its API access because mm-hmm. all of the generative AIs are like swiping their content, putting it into their models, and they want to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. They're also claiming that third-party apps are an an undue drain on their finances because a lot of there there are a lot of popular third-party apps that are better than the Reddit apps. Yeah, redditors have their their knickers in a bunch, saying, yeah. "No, you can't do that. You can't you can't make money on us." Well, uh, they can certainly see- try. And then you can stop using their services. This is what we call a free market. Yes. CEO Steve Huffman said, uh, that is exactly what we're going to do, little people. And (laughs) we don't care because everybody is expecting Reddit to backtrack and, and, you know, cave to the pressure from all of their Redditors and moderators. They want to make money. Yeah. Yeah. They're not profitable. So they're like, screw you guys. We're going to do what we want to do. Now, the thing that they should have done is they should have actually built their own product to be decent, or they should offer discounts or tiered API pricing. Mm -hmm. Again, it's pretty simple. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there there are ways around this. But at this point, you know, thousands and thousands of like really popular uh, subreddits have gone dark, gone Mm -hmm. private, which means Google can't index them. Uh, The API can't uh, spit out anything for it. So, what they've finally done now is said, hey, guys, if you want to do that, we're just going to kick you out and we're yeah. going to replace you with somebody who is amenable to us. No more private uh, groups. Bye bye. So, yeah. So to me, this just reiterates everything we've said from day fucking one on this show is that if you build your business in somebody's backyard, don't get upset when they turn the sprinklers on. And that is exactly what Steve Huffman is doing. And he is like laughing his ass off, just cranking down the cold water and spraying everybody in the yard. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Like you could have set up your own forum on a on your own website pretty cheap to have these conversations. But uh, you didn't You used Reddit. And now, well, Reddit is changing. Sorry. But Brian, that's where all the people are. If I put a, B, a PHPBB, you know, instance up on my box, nobody would come. Well, it's kind of like doing this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 you know, the we're keeping devil, it to ourselves, and nobody's listening. That's yeah, that, that's perfect. the choice we made. We didn't build our our uh, backyard in Spotify. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, they've been fined $5.4 million for violating GDPR data rules. Again, these rules have been around for a long time. It's amazing that people just don't follow them. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know it intimately because my company that I work for follows GDPR very, very closely. And it sucks. And it's a lot of pain. There's extra time. There's extra effort. You You have to keep control of your data. But that's also... The law. Right. (laughs) It kind of comes back to the thing that uh, we used to talk about with uh, Bittner, where some companies were treating uh, personal data as a liability and not an asset. Yes. They're treating it it as toxic. Toxic. Exactly. Get as little as you need to do what you need to do. Mm hmm. You don't fucking open up the fucking hot pyros and take it all. And then let your mind whine when you get fined. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least Spotify and this one owned up to it. And it, it seemed to be kind of a really weird little loophole. Yeah. And, you know, not a not a real big deal. That's why it was only, you know, three packs of coffee creamer out of their daily budget. Yeah. But five point four million dollars less to give to artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Bono doesn't get his uh new Bentley this week. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Washington Post is reporting some more uh, troubling news from Tesla and their autopilot mode. Right. Uh, they have kind of dug into the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration's data pool, and they have found that uh, <laughs> there are 736 crashes since 2019 mm-hmm. and 17 fatalities. And the numbers are going up, yes. not down, which – you know, from more Teslas being sold, more people pressing the autopilot button, more crashes going to happen. Yes. Ugh. Stop calling it autopilot because it's not. And it, the fact that you do makes people use it in that way. Um, the other two points I want to make really quickly is, uh, I, and I was listening and I read up on this a little bit, still better than humans in general. Yeah. 
which is sad. <laughs> have you been out in the road much lately? Uh, yes, I have. And it's insane. Like people have seemed to have forgotten how to drive completely. Like it's I, I'm almost at the point like, OK, let's all use autopilot then. I'm just wondering how many of those people are using autopilot. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, again, it's got to be all or nothing. That's that's always been my thing about self-driving cars. And autopilot isn't autopilot. It's a fucking beta. Stop using it that way. And also, uh, Tesla seems to have pivoted to uh, basically, we're a battery and charging company now. That's where our money's going to be. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, too. Uh, yeah, it is better than humans. But the thing is... I'm a human and I don't want to play roulette when I get in my car every morning. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. that's really what I mean, what it we comes do down anyways, to. because like I look yeah. over and like people are fucking live streaming while they're driving or mm -hmm. doing their makeup or whatever, or eating a full fucking seven course meal. Like it's insane <laughs> what people do in their cars now. Like you're supposed to be driving. Yeah. That's the job. That's what you're doing right now. You're driving. You are not doing a makeup tutorial on YouTube. It all comes down to the day that they put cup holders in cars, Brian. I think that was the fall of society right there. Yeah. The day that we put cup holders in cars. I think it's the <laughs> cell phones, but, you know. I know. I'm fucking around. <laughs> anyway, they say that there are distinct patterns. Uh, four involved – I don't know how this is a pattern. Four involved a motorcycle. Out of, okay, that's <laughs> – and okay. uh, uh, another involved an emergency vehicle. Not mm -hmm. seeing a pattern there. Mm -hmm. Uh I, I just I, I there there is no fucking pattern. The pattern. Okay, here's the pattern. You're in a Tesla and you press the button that says "Take me there." That's about yeah. it. And, then and they're you stop saying paying attention. Yeah, and they're saying that the same thing that we've said and everybody's been saying. It comes back to the fact that uh, Elon said we're going to do this with cameras. We're not going to have lidar in the cars. Yep. We're not going to have anything that I don't know is remotely technologically advanced. We're going to have a bunch of webcams strapped around, and it's up to the engineers to figure out how to make it work. Good. Yep, going real well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they had humans. LIDAR. It could it might actually work. It might. It could. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Maybe we should try it. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh speaking of stupid car shit, Mercedes is now adding Chat GPT to its infotainment system. Why? Uh because Chat okay. GPT. That's all you need, Brian. <laughs> because. because. Because Mercedes. What are you thinking? You make beautiful cars. Leave it at that. Do they? I don't like Mercedes that much. I prefer BMW. Ew. I'm not, <laughs> don't like either of them. <laughs> but anyway, so the uh, the thing is you can sign up now. Just press the beta button. I would like to join the beta button on your app in your phone because mm -hmm. that's how you do shit nowadays for your car. Um, <laughs> but the thing is do not expect any level of privacy whatsoever because they are going to be keeping everything you say to your car. They're going to analyze it. They're going to quote unquote anonymize it, which we know how well that works. It doesn't. You know? yeah. Doesn't. Tell it's me a story about Jason DeFilippo Mercedes. Oh, okay. There you go. De-anonymized. Um, so that's – I can't wait to hear what people are going to use it for. I think it would be fun. Personally, if I'm on a long road trip and I don't have anybody to talk to and I'm bored. Like, if only there were things like audiobooks and music. I know. Well, mm. sometimes you get bored of those too, you know. Companions in the car. No, God, no. That's the worst. <laughs> Nobody wants to go on a road trip with people. Are you insane? Uh, I've got a family, man. I don't have a choice. <laughs> uh, okay, Griswold. <laughs> And uh, speaking of the uh, privacy with the chat GPT, Google is saying uh, to their own staff, do not use BARD for the things that you want to use BARD for. Yeah. Don't use it for confidential information. Yeah. About your it, own company. We might slurp it up and it might get out. We don't know. That's it's already happened. Yep. That's already yes. happened a couple times. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you people thinking? Don't mm -hmm. put private data in there. Yeah, we don't know where it's going or where it's going to come out. Yeah. yeah. So I saw this article about AI. AI. AI at the office makes you a lonely, sleepless alcoholic. <laughs> I would say being at the office makes you... <laughs> it can. That certainly can. So AI has upended the workplace, bringing with it mass layoffs and the fear it will destroy humanity as we know it. But a new study reveals the damaging effects don't end, end there. People are just interacting with the AI all day and not interacting with people. And that's bad. Okay. That's basically the study. Stop talking to AI. Start talking to your coworkers. If you just talk to AI, you're going to drink more and you're going to be lonely. Duh. 
<laughs> yeah. Has nobody watched Black Mirror? Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> the findings come as reports of mental health epidemic in the U.S. are on the rise, with more than one in five adults describing their mental health as only fair or poor. So we're doing great. All right. All, the, all this technology is really working out for us. I really need to step up my work on my AA bot. <laughs> yeah. That's going to help. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And uh, again, Twitter getting kicked out of another office. Actually, I think this is the first one they're really being kicked out of because he's yeah. stopped paying rent. Uh, but that's not flying in Colorado. Basically, they've just said, yeah, you got to leave the office. They fired an injunction, said, you got to be out of here. You're not, you haven't paid your rent. You've, you've reneged on all of your promises. Bye-bye. So there's 300 or so Twitter employees that don't have to worry about becoming lonely alcoholics by doing AI in their <laughs> office all day. No, they get to do that from home now. Yes, now they get to do it from home, which is even worse in some cases. Stuck up on that white claw, people. Yeah, you're gonna need it. So, uh, good, good movie, Elon. <laughs> I can't. It, the hits just keep you're on coming. You're just not gonna pay people. How's that gonna work out in the long run? The world's richest man decides not to pay anybody. Yeah, exactly. Oh wait, he's, he's not the world's richest man anymore. Never mind. Well, he better stop paying more things. God. Uh, and this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, Elon loves the Fall of Civilizations podcast. Mm -hmm. So he reached out to the the guy who made the podcast, uh, Paul Cooper, and uh, said, hey, can you please put your show on Twitter? Because we want people to put their podcasts on Twitter now. And Paul's like, no. Nah. no. <laughs> he says, Twitter's become a, a safe haven for hate speech. And meanwhile, crypto scammers and bots are paying to be boosted to the top of replies. Everything that once made Twitter special seems to be leeching away. So yeah. go fuck yourself. I'm not going to put my podcast up there so you can do uh, bed ads. No, thank you. Exactly. And neo-Nazis. <laughs> Good times. So we've got some uh, Web 2.0 news uh, or, or Economy 2.0, gig economy. Uh, which we haven't talked about in a bit. Economy 2.0! No! New York City has set an $18 per hour minimum wage for food delivery workers. That's Uber Eats, Grubhub, all those different companies, which, of course, is going to basically put them out of business or they'll pass on the cost to you. Yep. So that burger will now be $75 instead of the 50 <laughs> it is now. Uh, you might as well buy your burger from Ticketmaster. <laughs> Pretty much. Although they're they're going to tell you. It's going to cost that much. It won't be a surprise anymore. That's the new news yeah. from Ticketmaster. That's going to solve all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> so not related whatsoever, Grubhub has now laid off 15% of its employees. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that will supposedly help them stay competitive with the market. Uh-huh. Sure. Good. Good news yep. there. So uh, lastly, DoorDash announced it would be laying off nearly 1,300 employees due to operating expenses, which... Uh, the <laughs> They weren't paying the people to begin with. Now they're being forced to pay the people. And now they basically we're seeing the end of the business model. End yeah. of story. So you're going to have to go get your burger yourself, you lazy fucks. Or we're going to have kids back on bikes like we used to have. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or just Domino's pizza. did it for pizza a long delivery. time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the world didn't end because, you know. Domino's had their own delivery guys. Yeah, you know, you can, every, if you if you're that lazy, you get a pizza. You don't get a Ruth's Chris steak. Mmm, steak. Mm, but better, <laughs> better at the place. So. It it actually is. I would not want a fillet delivered. No, <laughs> there's just no way it's going to be good. End of story. Brian, Brian, no, no, no. It's resting. That's oh, what yes. they're going it's to just say. resting straight out, <laughs> covered in foil in the car. Yeah. <laughs> And a reminder, I saw this article, all the big tech layoffs so far in 2023. Spotify, Grubhub, Shopify, Polestar, SoundCloud, Lyft, Dropbox, Roku, Lucid Motors, Meta, Rivian, Zoom, Yahoo, Dell, Deliveroo, DocuSign, GitLab, Twitter, GoDaddy, Twilio, Google, Amazon, Coinbase, IBM, Microsoft, PayPal, Salesforce, <laughs> and some of them more than once. Hang yeah. on to your jobs, kiddos. No, we... <laughs> What was, it was it was a year and a half ago that we were talking about the Great Resignation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That how did that work out? Well, oh, exactly as we fucking predicted. Those that didn't resign are now getting fired. <laughs> oh, told you it was a dumb idea to quit your jobs, kid. They're going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw this one last night. And I just my jaw dropped. Google domains shutting down. Assets sold and being migrated to Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah. 
Uh, Killed web design. Yes, unintuitive (laughs) clusterfuck. Thank you very much, Squarespace. Uh, So first up, Google sold domains? (laughs) I didn't even know. They've apparently been... They've been doing it since 2014, but here's the fun part. It came out of beta in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) They attached some LiDAR to it. Yeah. We're going to be long dead before Bard comes out of beta, I tell you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Second, hover.com slash GOG for all your domain name name needs and 10% off your first purchase. (laughs) If you don't want to go to Squarespace. And uh, I just love this. I found this on the Killed by Google Twitter account. Mm-hmm. There's actually a Twitter account out there for <laughs> things that have been killed by Google. But the Google best part is their big te- graveyard. Yeah, it is Google. Google Plus. Oh, I miss them. Uh, their tagline, which is the best part, disappointment as a service. <laughs> That's Google. That's Google. <laughs> that is Google. And finally, for the uh, the few Gen Zers and millennials who still listen to this show, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I feel for you. Uh, MGM Casinos has decided to allow people to take selfies at the tables and at the slots. And how do you think that's going to go over, Brian? Uh, this policy is going to be reversed within six months. At least. Yeah. I, I, if it lasts that long, that'd be crazy if it does. Yeah. They're like, oh, people can take selfies, you know, because and 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 take video of their own hands. Um, okay. Uh, what well, about the take, other people at the table? They're saying they're saying that there's a broad policy in place that guests are restricted to showing themselves and not the casino staff or other guests because of privacy concerns. Good luck framing that photo. Someone should tell them that there are cameras on both sides of the phone. <laughs> okay. I can I can make like I'm taking a selfie and just taking a picture of the whole fucking table, you know? Yeah, yeah this is not going to last. There's no way. No. Yeah. Uh, silly, silly rabbits. But you got to share every moment of your life. Look at me losing money. You just get Bitcoin for that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's true. Not a good photo, though. No free booze. Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, gog.show slash VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to GOG.show slash VPN and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. That's GOG.show slash VPN. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Media Candy. Over on Max, I saw the first episode of The Idol, not Billy, mm-hmm. no. with uh, Johnny Depp's daughter in it. And The weekend, All of Johnny Depp's daughter in it. <laughs> yes. I, I will just say that I've seen episode one. Right. There's two episodes out. It, is not, uh, it is not getting good reviews. <laughs> it's not that good. It's, it's really not. not. And uh, The weekend has come out and saying, but they're supposed to be despicable. Yeah, but nobody wants this. It's horrible. We just, we just finished despicable. You know, succession's over. Yeah. We're, we're good for a while. We need some heroes, not anti-heroes or scumbags. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh, man. And because I'm turning into an old man, I have tuned into Crime Scene Kitchen. (laughs) Just from the title, I know I will never watch the show. Joel McHale is the host. And he's funny as hell. Okay, I liked him in this. I'm not a big (laughs) fan of his usually, but he's funny as hell at this. All right. I don't like baking shows. So this has like every strike against it. Turns out it's a great show. (laughs) I can't (laughs) stop watching it. I binged the entire first season. Uh, I think it actually works better because I had known nothing about baking. So right. they go into a they go into a ki- the crime scene kitchen and there are clues as to what they need to make. And then all these teams go back and try and figure it out. And it's kind of fun. I just for mindless entertainment at the end of the day when I need to turn my brain off. This fits the bill. One hundred percent. Fair enough. That's what I have baseball for. Yeah. Well, I'm out of I'm out of guys grocery games. I've seen them all. So I got to watch <laughs> something now. Jeez. And my, my darling Padma Lakshmi is leaving Top Chef after 20 seasons, which is very sad. 20 seasons, which is what, six years? 16. Oh, 16. Okay. Yeah. Remember when a season was a year? Yeah. 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 Well, I, what, Survivor, they're on season 46, I think. And they've been out for 22 years, so they're right. doing two, two plus a year. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. That show is, oh my God, that show is so bad now. So bad. But I'm sad about Top Chef. I like that show. So it's over. I'm not going back. Forget it. Maybe they'll yeah. replace her with somebody good. No, they're going to put they're going to put Gail in her place. And Gail mm. is good, but she's not Padma good. So. Okay. And t- uh, Padma's got another new show, that Taste the Nation show, which I haven't seen season two of. But season one was awesome. It I watched really, two of that. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's as closest as you can get to Bourdain nowadays, I think, from just quality of filming, quality of story. Uh, it's not as uh, obviously it dark and have black the and bleak. Bourdain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get boobs instead of Bourdain. There you well, go. That's a fair trade. Fair trade. Uh, black Mirror season six is out. So far, getting pretty good reviews. Not going to watch it. Uh, I started to watch the first episode last night, and it was just too late because I've been I've been working my ass off. So I just I just fell asleep. I'm like, no, I can't make it. I can't <laughs> make it. Um, but I was I was concerned about it because I thought Charlie Booker, there was a big fight and he wasn't doing the next season, but I checked all the credits. He did all six. So yeah, he did them all. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'll, I'll give okay. it a shot. Yeah. And, and I'll watch that instead of The Idol, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes. Speaking of that, you wanted uh, heroes instead of bleakness. Star Trek Strange New World is back. I watched the oh. first episode and it was wonderful. Oh, okay, I can't wait. I, you know what? That I'll, I'll I'll ping pong. I'll do Black Mirror, then I'll watch a Star Trek. Then I'll do Black Mirror, it's then like, I'll watch a Star Trek. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some whiskey and then I'm gonna take some coke and then I'm gonna drink some whiskey and then I'm gonna have some coke. You hit me about Cocaine. eight months ago. Okay. I'd I'd be in for that. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Uh, and I saw this that just made me kind of cringe. Uh, Patrick Stewart and LeVar Burton agree Star Trek Picard season three was perfect, but they pitch one last hurrah. And I was just like, no. Yeah, I think we're good. I, I mean, yeah. I'd watch it. Don't get me wrong, but I think we're good. <laughs> We've said goodbye twice. Yeah, they finished it. It's, it is picture perfect. I'm down with the legacy idea. I'm down with uh, let's follow six and uh, and her ship. But uh, no, mm-hmm. we don't need them again. They can they no. can do guest spots, cameos, baby. Yeah, cameos, cameos baby. It's good. Yep. Yeah, I, and uh, 
Patrick Stewart was saying that he he really thinks that there should be a final movie and he keeps telling people about it. And he says, and so far, there's been no eager response. Good. Good. <laughs> That's what we want. Good. We're done. Patrick, We're good. you and LeVar are the only two that want anything else. So stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me, wrong. get me wrong. There's a part of me that does want this, but I realize it can't be good. It so. can't be. I just want to go back and watch season three again because it was so perfect. Yeah, it was good. Uh, for reasons that uh, defy explanation, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Okay. I don't understand what the fuck happened, and I don't care. And I'm never watching another one of these movies again, ever. So you say, again. I know. Sometimes <laughs> you're just bored and I can't find anything, and it's right there. So I was like, maybe there's something to this. You go back to Marvel like I go back to Facebook. And there was nothing to it. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And they managed to make uh, make uh, what's her face look bad. She's beautiful. The girl. I don't from know Lost. who what's her face is. I, the girl I, from I Lost to... that's in the the movies. She plays oh. the Wasp. I, can't <laughs> I don't. Evangeline yeah, I don't watch Lily. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I also watched the trailer for the second season of Apple TV Plus series Foundation for no reason <laughs> oh, whatsoever. I don't know what book they're adapting because as sure as shit isn't Foundation. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. They're fucking space battles and fucking dragons. And what the fuck is this show? It's game of what the fuck is what it is. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch. I just, I, I'll watch the first one out of curiosity, but that's probably going to be it. I think I'm done. It's just not foundation. I was done halfway through season one. And then you're like, oh, I keep going. And I kept going. And I'm just like, no, I should have been done when I said I was done. It, it <laughs> makes no sense. It's, it's nonsensical. It's good. It has nothing to do with the books other than, other than character names. That's it. Well, maybe you can get an AI to change every time they say foundation <laughs> to something else like bugger bugger <laughs> yeah. Stupid sci-fi with dragon show. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, Netflix signups have increased 102% after password sharing crackdown in the U.S. So apparently it's working for them to uh, make their money. Apparently. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, you can only share so many. then. There you go. They will start charging $7.99 for any extra members who use the account outside of the Netflix household, which is a collection of your Netflix devices connected to the Internet at the main place you watch Netflix. OK, I don't know what that means, really. Uh, they're, uh, they're, apparently, it's tied to your Wi-Fi. But what if you use a VPN and you have two different Wi-Fis? Am I going to have to pay work, $7.99? Watch from office, go on yeah. the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just uh, whatever. We'll see how this plays out. I'm sure they're using AI to do, you know, mm. generative analysis on where the IPs are coming from. Yeah. I already pay extra to have somebody on my account that's outside of my house. So whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they are going to open that. up a pop-up restaurant here in Los Angeles, though. For well, that some makes reason. sense. Yeah. Why not? Uh -huh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've made some money off of those, like, Stranger Things pop-ups and experiences. So they're like, oh, why not? Let's do a – let's fuck it. Let's do a restaurant. Why not? They, they make money, don't they? <laughs> well, it's just a pop-up. So it's off – this is a publicity play, which, fair enough. We're talking mm -hmm. about it. <laughs> yes, your favorite foods from your favorite Netflix chefs. Curtis Stone, Dominique Crenn, Ming Tsai, Nadia Hussein, Ann Kim, Rodney Scott, Jacques Torres, Andrew Zimmerman, or Andrew Zimmern. Uh, I've heard of three of them. Yeah. That's it. And are they actually going to be there cooking, or is it just going to be, we've put together some of their recipes, here you go, get They'll the fuck out. They'll probably show up for one in-person event. Yeah, And then exactly. I, I, I don't think uh, Ming Tsai is going to be in the back flipping burgers for you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Well, publicity play. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of that, Paul McCartney is using AI to create a final song for the Beatles. <sighs> He's using AI to turn a John Lennon demo into one last song for the Beatles. The same technology that they used uh, in the movie that they did uh, recently. And uh, I don't know about this because uh, apparently even George Harrison, when he was still alive, said that song sucks. But we're going to get it anyways. Way to ruin the legacy. That's what's going to happen. Why not? Yep. Why not? Who cares? Uh, I saw The Cure the other night. They were unbelievably good, by the way. Like, better than have, usual? They have no right to be as good as they are now. Yeah, better than <laughs> usual. They were all loving being out there. Everybody was loving it. Great cross-section of crowd, like young, tiny, teeny goss. Who knew? Goss back. Anyways, they were ridiculously good. 
Um, and fair to him for keeping prices down and keeping prices on merch da- down. The one thing I want him to do now is to work on concessions at venues. I paid $17 for a beer. <laughs> Jesus. 17 And it wasn't a tall boy, Jason. This was a regular beer. Wow. $17. Well, they got to make the money somehow. Well, yeah. And that rolls into this other story I found. Gen Z is drinking less at concerts. Because $17 for a fucking beer. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. At they first I was reading this. from Google and they can't afford their beer. <laughs> at first I was reading this article and I was getting upset at Gen Z going, come on, man. This is how venues make money. Like they, they basically get the beer money. And then I was like, I just paid $17 for a beer. Who the fuck can afford that? Yeah, really? No wonder everybody's drinking less. They're drinking in the fucking parking lot. Mm-hmm. Pre-drinking. Yep. Many times. Love it. Actually, they blame weed. People like weed a lot more now. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not an excuse. People have been smoking weed at concerts since concerts began. Exactly. And still drink. And still drink. I don't like weed. I like to drink. So I would buy beer mm-hmm. and everything else. Uh, so that, yeah, it's just too, it's too much money. Yeah. It's $17 for a beer. One. Small. What the fuck are they? What are they thinking? Who's going to buy more than one? I love drinking at shows. I bought one. To be honest, Brian, that was $17 Canadian. So it was about 35 cents US. Mm, 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> Still more uh, than a six pack. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, the first time I heard Peppa Pig was from you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you have one of those things in yes. your house. Um <laughs> There's you now. You can now uh, be uh, serenaded by the Peppa Pig podcast, if okay. you so desire. I don't know if your kid has outgrown the Peppa and the Pig. Oh yes, yes, long gone. Okay, doesn't even okay. remember the show basically. <laughs> but the scars in you will last forever. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, fine. I don't think they understand the audience, which is uh, kids who will watch the same episode seven thousand times in a row. We don't need extra content. And we yeah. certainly don't need it without the video. Like, that's half of it. Mm-hmm. What, what four-year-old is listening to podcasts? <laughs> He's a little four-year-old skipping the ads. He's like, Mommy, <laughs> can you set this for 45 seconds, skip instead of 30? I hate these ads. I do not need a new bed from the internet. I really like Scott Galloway, but he seems to be wrong all the time. Mommy, what do you think? <laughs> Peppa Swisher. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Cops and doodads. Brian, I've got a couple things this week from the shit nobody needs category. First up is the soul reader. S-O-L for Mm -hmm. some. Yes, this is an ebook reader that's built into a pair of glasses. Okay. But the glasses do make you look like Daredevil. I'll give you that. Make sure you wear them when you're driving. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Jesus Christ. You're, you're going to get caught up on, on the, the, the next uh, season of Foundation <laughs> so you can be ready for the show uh, by wearing these. Yes, they are. It's an uh, ebook reader in your eyes. Okay. So I love it. Yeah, they, they, their tagline is illuminate your mind. Give me oh, a go fucking fuck break. Off. <laughs> they, they say think of it as noise canceling for your eyes, a completely distraction free reading experience designed to stand out from the digital age with the warmth and texture of e-ink. It's like mm. e-ink's mm. fucking new. The yeah. world's first wearable e-reader. Okay, so you, go away. Do you tap your side to switch the page? I, I maybe uh, you just shake your head like like you're twitching. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Yeah, 350 bucks you can pre-order now. Oh yeah, that's that's worth it. And uh, since the world is going to uh, hell in a handbasket, we're all going to die in a fiery, fiery blaze. Ooh. You can get the Taurus Coolify 3 neck air conditioner, extreme cooling version, neck fan, full body cooling, portable fan, vertical airflow, personal fan, AI temp control, portable neck fan. I, I'm getting the, the gist here that it is a portable neck fan somewhere. In the well, given climate change, this may not be useless. Unfortunately, this one is. Oh, okay. I know somebody that got one, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, it'll it'll cool your neck and uh, about an inch beyond that." It's, uh, <laughs> and and it's like uh, living in a wind tunnel. It is not quiet at all. Yeah. Good to know the technology hasn't moved on. I bought one of these things for like my dad like ten years ago, and he was just like, "This thing's a piece of shit." <laughs> yeah, this was a three hundred dollar piece of shit. Oh, great! That's awesome. 
Yeah, just get that Dyson thing that you the, the Dyson headphone mask, the yes. Bane. So we call it the cool Dyson Bane. While you're wearing your soles. Yeah. Oh, perfect. There perfect. you go. And then go for a drive. <laughs> it's all you need to do. Listening to Pepe Schlisser. At the library. Couple quickies here, Brian. Okay. I bought a bunch of sets of the critical thinking cards from the School of Thought a long time ago, and I give them out as gifts every now and again. The deck that I got has uh, 24 cards featuring logical fallacies and 24 for cognitive biases. Um, The great part about this is if you go to the website, you can put in your email address and they will send you a download link to get everything for free if you don't want to pay for it. But I recommend paying for it to keep them going. Helps to keep the School of Thought International above board. Uh, which is a nonprofit dedicated to promoting critical thinking, reason, and understanding. So, All right. Some good shit there. I love those cards. They're great. If you want to, just keep them in the bathroom and pick one up every day when you're on the pot and learn something new. It's fun. It's fun. I don't know if you got the notification, but I did, that Season of Skulls Laundry Files Book 12 by Charlie Strauss, the pre-order, has been pushed back to the 4th of July. Oh, I did get that. Yeah. yeah, this is the second push for that book. Um I wonder why. It's got to be done. It's got to be done a long time ago. You mm. know, it's it's one of those tentpole books for the, mm. for the summer. <laughs> right. They're, they're timing it with Mission Impossible 27 so they don't, you know, conflict. <laughs> right. Uh, so to get my Charlie Strauss fix. Uh, I, I went found... to Blue Sky. <laughs> no, that's John Scalzi. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's Scalzi. Damn it. <laughs> yep. Wrong sci-fi author. But. Uh, Charlie's on there too, posting pictures of cats as well, I believe. Um, or he may still be on Twitter. I follow him somewhere. I see him all the time. Uh, I got uh, one of his old books that I didn't mm-hmm. even know. It was a sci-fi book called Singularity Sky. Have you read this book? I have not. Okay. It's a two-parter. Uh, there's Singularity Sky and Iron Sunrise. These are uh, two older books. Uh, I, got it, I got it because mainly I just needed something to listen to that was sci-fi and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh Hit fit the bill on that, and it's yeah, because he wrote it and it's sci-fi. Perfect. Well, I was going for sci-fi, and then I saw Charlie, and I'm like, I like him, and I like I like sci-fi. So let's see if those two taste great together. But it was also uh, narrated by George Waddell, who I adore. I've got 25 titles in my library just from him, which does cause a little cognitive dissonance because I think Mitch Rapp is in space, from, <laughs> which doesn't really work out if you know who Mitch Rapp is, but. Right. Uh, I love the story so far. I'm like halfway through Singularity Sky, and I already already ordered uh, Iron Sunrise. So, all right, um, it's it's good little sci-fi books. I like them so far. I really do. I needed I needed something like that because I'm reading the like massive sci-fi tome. I'm about halfway through Lords of Uncreation, the final architecture book three by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Mm. I still can't decide if I like the series or not. So I guess I'm going to have to see it through and see how it ends. <laughs> It's okay. a, the thing is, it's got it's got a bit of a secession in that no none of the characters you root for. Like I haven't connected with a single character. They're all kind of crappy, mm. so it's weird. But the story itself is really intriguing. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Let me know. <laughs> I will. Because <laughs> that's not really a great review so far. I'm no. Not, I'm not jumping out to buy it. That's for nope, sure. Nope. I, I think this might just be one of those slogs that I'm glad I made it through and uh, don't recommend to anybody. <laughs> Closing shout outs. Over at Patreon, we've got Robert and Tidy Hobo. <laughs> I do love a Tidy Hobo. They keep the I, neighborhood nice. Yeah. I got a bunch of hobos behind my place and they are certainly not tidy. So... <laughs> Kudos to you, Tidy Hobo. And Martin wrote in with this. He says, in this episode, you talk about how young folks seem to have a certain lack of motivation for work. I've seen articles about similar feelings in law firms and other corporations where younger folks prefer to work 80% or less rather than go for the big promotion. I think there's one aspect to this related to housing and living expenses. In the past, you could work hard and then be able to afford a nice house and a life of affluence. With current cost levels, perhaps there is a feeling of defeat. The carrot no longer works because it's out of reach even if you try your hardest might as well enjoy the time you have while young rather than spending it chasing the carrot yeah we got a couple uh we got some pushback on the whole uh picking on the young folk and their lack of motivation for work thing but uh it is what it is i don't know what to say uh it's a trend certainly not everybody of course 
obviously. Yeah. There are young people that work very hard, but it's definitely a trend being noticed by corporations. So. Or the media and social networking. Yeah, <laughs> so, that too. So. You got there's a there's a lot of uh, you got to look past the first veil here and see if that really is what's happening for, you know, as much as we think it is or talk about it. Yeah. We could we could actually be part of the problem. We could be. Yes, probably mm-hmm. are. That's fine by me. Yeah, Keep sending I, your money to patreon.com slash GOG or GOG.com slash Patreon. I worked hard all my life. It's time for me to slack off. We are the <laughs> slacker generation. Come on. We are. And we was in the worked title. really hard. God damn it. What was up with that? Yeah. Over at PayPal, we got Miles, Nelson, Linda, Sherry, Nathaniel, Blake Bowling, Dag, Ramsey, Edward, and Natalie. Thank you all so much for your donations. Thank you very much. And over at the tip jar, we've got Joseph, Theodore, and Sean. Woohoo! Thank you again. All right. And we have a five-star rating from Nelson. Save me money. Well, after years of listening, I was a victim of a security breach, but thanks to one of the products you guys talk about a lot, privacy.com, when they got into an account I had and tried to buy a new $60 video game, the burner card didn't let them. All passwords changed again, and I guess it's time for one password. Yes, it is. Sending you guys a chunk of money I saved, and thanks. Well, well thank you, Nelson. Nelson. Because we really need it because privacy.com pulled their ads a couple years ago. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. good bastards. service. Be nice mm-hmm. if they kept ad- advertising with us. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister. And I'm Jason DeFilippo. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. If you enjoy the show, visit GOG.show slash donate to help us keep the lights on and we'll love you forever. You can also help us out by sharing the show with your friends and enemies because it's actually free. Woohoo! Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 606. From there, you can find links to everything we talked about in this episode as well as links to our swag and Discord channel if you want to buy some stuff or chat with us and other show fans. You can also head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash review and toss us a snarky review and preferably five stars. Stay grumpy! Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.